Hello, GetBook listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's Hand Cell is How to Keep House While Drowning by Casey Davis. This is an interesting one because... It is sort of new in that it was just recently repackaged and reissued, but also it originally came out a few years back. So it is both front list and back list. And I don't know that I will ever get a chance, as always, to talk about it on the main show. So here we are. We're doing it here. Uh, Before we get into why this book is amazing, let's hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Disney Books. Do y'all like Caribbean mythology? What's more, a thriller inspired by Caribbean mythology? If you do, I got something for you. A must-read thriller that draws from the darkest corners of Caribbean mythology from acclaimed author Sarah Das, who crafts a chilling tale of magic, murder, and how far we'll go to protect what's ours. It's perfect for fans of Angeline Bully and Tiffany D. Jackson. So, unlike other people on the small island of St. Virgil, Selena Da Silva does not believe in magic. She has a logical mind. She likes botany. She wants to study pharmacology. But then her mother gets sick and she's tethered to the island and she has to make money. So what does she do? She cons a couple gullible tourists with these useless talismans and phony protection rituals. But then one of the tourists ends up dead and at the center of a strange string of murders. And the truth Selena has been denying can no longer be avoided. There is evil lurking in the forest that surrounds St. Virgil. Now to find out what that evil is, make sure to pick up It Waits in the Forest by Sarah Das. And thanks again to Disney Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Bloom Books. Diana Dixon has a busy summer and no time for tall, gorgeous hockey player Shane's shenanigans. Because you know what? If they shenan once, they'll shenan again. So she thinks she knows exactly who he is when he moves into her apartment building. But turns out Shane's sick of hookups and tired of being on the rebound after his long-term girlfriend called it quits. But when his ex comes back into the picture, he needs a plan. And who better to play his new girlfriend than his sassy new neighbor? So a a fake relationship might be perfect for Diana's own ex issues, but Diana is used to living by the rules. Will she learn that when it comes to love, rules are meant to be broken? Make sure to check out The Dixon Rule by L. Kennedy. L. Kennedy is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author with over a million copies of her books sold. So this is going to be another banger, y'all. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Bloom Books for sponsoring this episode. All right. So this title just only gets more and more relevant. The news cycle is exhausting right now, y'all. There's a lot going on in the world. A lot of it is really hard for a lot of people. And I personally struggle with the state of my living space when I am struggling with things in the outside world or, you know, inside my life. And How to Keep House While Drowning by Casey Davis was recommended to me by Patricia from all of the books slash all the backlist. At could not have been a more perfect time. And I this book is mind blowing because Casey Davis's sort of central argument in this book is that the ability to keep a clean space is not morally anything like being clean doesn't make you a good person and not being able to keep things clean doesn't make you a bad person which I literally did not know how to process for a hot minute like the messaging around 
tidying, cleaning, keeping a clean house, you know, all of those things is really intense, especially for femmes. And I did not realize how much I had absorbed that. I also have some baggage from my own family of origin around what it means to not clean or to clean. I think a lot of us have that. And it can be compounded by, you know, class, race, gender, sexuality, all of these things. And I did not realize how tangled up I was around what it means to be tidy. Davis is a therapist, and she is looking at how hard it can be to clean things when you have anxiety, fatigue, depression, maybe you are neurodivergent, maybe you just don't have support, maybe you're the only person in your house who wants or needs to keep things clean and nobody else cares or is willing to do anything about it. All of these things impact our ability to deal with our living spaces. And she is so gentle and supportive. She tells her own story about postpartum depression and ADHD. She talks about, you know, posting pictures online of her messy kitchen and the way that people responded and said such negative shaming things to her about that. And, you know, the way that she has worked to unpack it, both to give herself coping mechanisms, but also to detach the idea that, like, not having done the laundry means you're failing. That, like, not having ever mopped your floors means you're a bad, slothful, gross person. Like, unpacking all of that. And I'm not going to lie. There were moments in this book that, like, made me cry. Like, talking about it, I'm a little tearing up again. Because it it is a thing that I think a lot of us don't realize how deeply rooted it is in our in our minds and in our feelings. Um, and Davis is, like, here to help. And it is so practical. She talks about her own, you know, ways that she has evolved to make sure that, you know, things are functional. It's about being functional. So like, does she have clothes when she needs them? Does she have dishes when she needs them? Do do her kids live in a space that, you know, is not going to be damaging to their health? Like those are the priorities. And she talks about ways that she makes that happen for herself. She talks about techniques that have not worked for her, but that have worked for other people. She breaks it apart into like, like there's a chapter on laundry. There's a chapter on dishes. There's like what to do when you have this mountain of stuff that you swear one day you're going to donate and then never get around to it. And I will tell you, I have been recommending this book right and left to people in my life who I know struggle with various, you know, reasons why it can be difficult to do these things. And I just feel like we all need this right now. Life is really hard and there's no reason to be mean to ourselves about whether or not our laundry is done. Like the important thing is making sure you have what you need. And I love this approach. It is revolutionary for me and I think it will be revolutionary for a lot of other folks uh, no matter what you're struggling with, you know, and it is so... It's so compassionate and it's so thoughtful about, you know, things like disability or chronic illness and, you know, how to get support that you might need and like how to incorporate that support into what you can and can't do. How like some days are going to be different from other days. I really have been amazed at the impact of thinking about these things as care tasks instead of chores. It's I, it seems like a very small shift, but it's making a huge difference to me. And this is the book that I'm going to refer to again and again and again. Like, you're going to want to get a copy of this that you can come back to because this is my new handbook for dealing with a living space. And I think a lot of folks out there will probably feel the same way. 
So again, that's How to Keep House While Drowning by Casey Davis. If you need a little more taste of this, Davis's Instagram account, Struggle Care, will get you started. And I think it's really, really amazing and important work that Davis is out here doing, and I super appreciate it. Uh, So again, one more time, How to Keep House While Drowning by Casey Davis. Good luck to you all dealing with whatever it is that you are dealing with in your living space. Thank you so much to audio editor Jen Zink, as always. Thanks to you all for listening, as always. If you would like more book recommendations, you can have those, bookriot.com. You can find our other podcasts, including all the books and all the backlist, at bookriot.com slash listen. Uh, you can email us at getbooked at bookriot.com. Maybe you've got feedback. Maybe you've got, you know, a question for the show, whatever. If you would also review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, that would be super awesome. Oh, and you should fill out our listener survey, bookriot.com slash listener survey. You could get entered to win a $50 gift card. We would love to hear what you think. And in between shows, you can find me on social media, on Instagram mostly, sort of mostly. I'm taking a little bit of a break from everything. Uh, but it's at I am Jen IRL, I-A-M-J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Tumblr and Twitter as Jen IRL. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.